the college football experience, FCS playoffs and bowl games. Part one preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bed. Win bed is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, win bet is what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet $100. Get $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Bowl Challenge. Yes, $250 in cash and a $250 gift card is up for grabs exclusively on the SGPN app. So grab that thing today and remember to let it ride people. Hey, this is John Sally and you listen to SGPN. Let it ride. I guess week one of bowl season and FCS playoff picks. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. Oh, man. How you guys doing? Appreciate everyone hopping in. The chat is rocking. I am joined by my co host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing. Oh, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, well. Yeah, buddy. Spicy. We are joined by third man in the booth from a uh, pretty sure he's at an Econo Lodge in. in uh, Bakersfield, uh, no, I can't say California because I would probably be okay. I don't know some shithole. All right, uh, give it up for the DFS God himself, the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, former former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. Am locations unknown. <laughs> don't Come. worry about it, guys. Don't worry about it. Location unknown. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. Remember playing that board game, Scotland Yard? You ever play that one? Yeah, find Mr. X. X. Mr. X. Mr. X was 
tough to find. You guys were some nerds. Yeah, we played games. No, we don't, played games. All don't, right, don't we wagered on we wagered on Scotland Yard. There was some diplomacy that happened in my Dude, house. I, I had a thousand dollars on a game of Boulder Dash once. <laughs> all right, hey, gaming night needs to be taken seriously. So I'm saying oh, holidays go. coming, gaming nights coming up for all the families across the if, globe. If you haven't had an intense sweat for a couple hundred dollars of uh, Colonel Mustard with the lead, you know, with the lead pipe in the ballroom, you haven't <laughs> fucking lived. That's true. All right. You know what I want to know is like, what is, what is the conservatory? Uh, what is a conservatory? Oh, let's uh, go to the old <laughs> know-it-all Google here. I Maybe just, we we weren't well to do enough to have a conservatory in our house. I think that's really? safe to I say. I thought that's where the gangbang happened. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's oh, definitely where well, conservatories maybe that's in Hollywood. are meant for. Uh, Mrs. <laughs> is it Mrs. Peacock? You know, come on. Ah, she, she, she gave out. it up. She gave it up. Miss Peacock you know? was putting out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Miss Peacock was a dime. Uh, telling me, you telling me Colonel Mustard didn't eat ass? Oh, he definitely ate ass. That's how he got that nickname. If you watch Clue the movie, the maid was hot. Yeah, yeah, she was the hottest. It's Mm, true. Now I gotta look up who that is. And back back then, they they weren't smart. Hollywood wasn't smart enough to just show us more of that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Actually, I feel like in the eighties, they probably just that that director must. I don't know. I don't know. Colleen Camp. Now I gotta look her up. Uh, But yes, wow, she's not as hot anymore. (laughs) <laughs> Not as hot anymore. Well, no, old age adds a couple hundred. But pounds. she was a beast in her. Yeah. She. Well, I mean, look Back at this. Her time. Look at the difference between picture one and three. There. Good God. <laughs> time is a motherfucker. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Um, look, uh, conservatory is a greenhouse for growing or displaying plants. Mm. Or display or, it or murdering someone if or murdering if with, with a lead pipe. <laughs> true. Uh, the chat is rolling. Shout out to James Durko, Weehawk, GBO Farms, uh, and we got to start off on a sad note. I know. I feel like uh, we've had a lot of episodes already touch base on this, but this is the first of the college football experience. Our friend Mike Leach passed away. Um, it doesn't seem real to me. Still, it doesn't seem real to me. Um, Zach Zach Arnett was named the interim head coach and actually just got a four year deal to be their head coach. Fucking bummed out, man. Obviously, you know we we knew him, but at the same time, uh, I really feel like you know obviously it sucks for his family and friends and, but but also I didn't think he was done with what he was building at Mississippi State. Yeah, I mean, chance well, to win nine games this year. They won seven that last year. They won what, like three or four the first year. Sure. When you, when you, I guess my first thought there is, you know, is, is his career a a worthwhile thing to talk about and, and where he was going. But I think it is because it, to a lot of people, especially coaches, your career is kind of what you do with your life. You know, dude, we saw people rain, you know, Twitter was just on fire from legendary coaches. You know, they they had a whole show about him on TV and you know, I know we were talking about it, but I don't think there's been a more influential coach for the game of football since Bill Walsh. That's uh, that's a point that you could easily defend, I feel like. Yeah. And and uh on a lot of on a lot of levels. But some great stories are coming out of this. You know, we get to tell our story of Coach Leach. Uh, you know, I I just read one right now with Zach Arnett. He was high he hired him at a bar. 
I mean, uh, <laughs> I heard a story that Mike Leach likes to drink vodka and uh, unsweet tea. Yeah, because because you know he doesn't like the taste, so he won't drink too many of them. There you go. Let right? me let me segue right here into uh, explaining why you make fun of me for drinking. Uh, Mixing my drinks here. Well, he mixes them because they taste like shit. Apparently, well, <laughs> they taste like shit without the mixer. No, or he uh, would have done that. <laughs> oh, you, th- you think he, he would have <laughs> preferred it uh, straight? That's what I'm saying. But he that, put that, the mixer no, in to make it. That's what he said. T- that's what he said. Well, he did unsweetened tea instead of like sweetened tea. Yeah. Okay. What does that sound? I feel like I'm hearing I'm hearing echo a little bit or something. No, Slight, slightest buzz, but not really. Um, either way, I also heard a great story when he was at Lubbock. He was like walking to uh, to to practice, and a uh, a a homeless man started. He started a conversation with. He brought the homeless man with him to practice, <laughs> and like a, a Sports Illustrated writer was thought it was a uh, like a booster that was high up and was really a, a homeless guy. <laughs> I mean, he was the best, Nick. Uh, what 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 what, what when uh, I don't know when that twenty years from now when you look back on on Mike Leach, what are you gonna remember most? I don't know, man. I, I don't think I have much to add, you know, on top of the outpouring that we've seen. I, I think it's been a great tribute to him. You know, for me, he, he was very highly respected. I didn't have the personal connection that, that, that you or Ryan or Sean had, but I mean, I mean when times like this, I just, uh, I feel for the family because you know what? I mean, no offense, but we're not that close to him in two or three days. We're going to forget about it and move on. But the no, family me, is really, I, I, well, I look, I, I know, but still we're going to get caught up with, with day-to-day life and you know, everything else is coming, but his wife, his kids, when you lose somebody unexpectedly, unexpectedly like that, it, I mean, it's, I, I can't imagine. So it, it's awful, but uh, it's been cool to see the outpouring of love and on Twitter or wherever, where people have been, you know, sharing their favorite memories of him. So uh, obviously he's touched a lot of people and I, I don't think we need a harp on. I think we've done enough of that. Uh, he would probably tell you that. Oh, he yeah, certainly definitely. would tell us yeah. that right. I was doing yesterday's show. And I was like, he would not be okay. Yeah, he'd be like, shut up. Whole move show. It on. Right. right. Uh, yeah, the whole thing. Like I hate to see like people trying to capitalize on his death almost. And certainly not that, that we're doing that or, or SGP's done that or anybody's done that. But I don't know. I just think people should deal with it them, themselves in their own private time. I mean, I, I don't know. I'll push back a little bit there. I feel like, you know, these, he's a, a character that really connected with people more than any that I I can recall from a coaching standpoint. I'm yeah. talking about, he's got stories with tons of people. And I feel like telling those stories, you know, for a while, Mike Leach had a perception, you know, obviously that Texas tech bullshit that Craig James, that that asshole was doing the, to create a, a, a smear campaign and, and blow something out of what, you know, that, that wasn't even real. So I think people did have the, uh, a different uh, idea of, uh, of, of, uh, you know, may, maybe what Mike Leach was. And, and I think this is all good. I think this is uh and also they probably didn't know the football history side of it. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, you're, you're probably right. And, and you know, the, the skeptic in me sees like everybody to make a rush to post or a rush to, yeah. to, to, to say something. And, and I don't know, I hope it, it I really hope it comes, it all comes from a, 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 a perspective of, of love and respect rather than anything trying to be self-motivating. I don't know, but all, all I'm saying is that he was an awesome dude. He was a great head coach, seemed like a wonderful person and we should pay our respects. 
I, I agree with both of you a little bit. I, I think, you know, when you see that many people go blah, 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 and say the same thing kind of, then it goes, okay, is everyone just following this well, jumping on this trend? I mean, me, me, Sean and Ryan thought we were unique. It, it comes, I mean, after all these stories I've heard. Yeah. No, Yeah. I don't think we were unique at all. I mean, yeah, yeah you know, you had a relationship this, with him, no, but, but he did this with everybody. Yeah, that's true. He would call people Come to find yeah, out yeah. every reporter under the sun, not even every was, reporter, yeah. just random people. Every too. Random person, yeah. Yeah. And I, that's I mean, what makes him unique and, and special and cool. Yeah. I, I think it's cool that, you know, we had this many people show love for someone, you know, and you don't normally see that for a coach. And the, the uh, response has been almost universally positive and like all you know, just cool. Everyone just talking about cool stuff about it. That's like how you, when you go, that's how you want to want it to be a hundred percent. I mean, I heard a story of him in like, I guess going over to Europe and like, you know, you could, you always had to watch him because you know, he'd end up like talking to a bartender till four in the morning and then becoming friends with that bartender. When he's back in Mississippi, he's sending him shit in Africa. (laughs) Just, just a fucking great guy, man. And uh, once again, we have a, an episode out uh, on the sports gambling podcast dedicated to our friend, Mike Leach. Go check that out. Um, Well, Zach Arnett's the new head coach guys. That's cool. That's another Leach disciple uh, that is that has you know been hired. Obviously, I know everyone's talking about all the Leach disciples, which there's just a gigantic coaching tree he's left behind. Uh, well, also, I mean, and don't forget, they always leave out Ruffin McNeil, my guy. All right, don't forget Ruffin McNeil was a damn good coach at East Carolina. Should be a head coach somewhere. Um, Eric Morris also got hired at North Texas, so North Texas goes from Seth Luttrell, a a Mike Leach disciple. To Eric Morris, who's a Mike Leach, a Mike Leach disciple, so you can still see, and that happened the day of Mike's passing. So you're still seeing his impact on this game of football. Yeah, you know it's unbelievable that coaching tree that he's got. Um, also, uh, so I mean, I guess what do you guys make of Arnett's the 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 youngest head coach on the SEC by five years? Played ball uh, under Rocky Long at New Mexico. What do you make of uh, Will Arnett? Uh, you know, I know his name was climbing up the ranks. Not Will Arnett, uh, Zach Arnett. Zach Arnett. Jeez, jeez, jeez. Will Arnett's an actor, isn't he? Yeah, he's a goofy yeah. actor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've been drinking. All right. Uh, Thirty-six years old. That's pretty young as a yeah, head coach. But he was climbing up the ranks. I heard he might get like a, I, I think a G five head coaching look. I thought uh, you know in the next year or so, but. I think they went, they said something. They wanted to keep it familiar. He knew he was, he was on the recruiting show for leech anyway. So kind of gives him some stability Yeah. by quickly inking him to the head coaching spot. Nick, what do you think of the hire? Well, I mean, you also have to think of all the players on the team, you know, all the, all those 19, 20 year olds that, that knew Mike, um, that knew Mike leach extremely well, you know? So I, I think it would be hard for them to bring in somebody from the outside. Uh, this is, this is rare. It's very rare to have a sitting coach pass away. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't think of the last one. Can you, uh, I, I I'm thinking it was, uh, who was it? Randy Walker at Northwestern. If I had to guess Jeez. that was, like, that seemed like a sudden death. If memory serves right. me correct, that happened might've happened in the regular season. I, I can't recall, but I know well, I him. Mean, yeah, I think st- I think stability is a good thing here, and I don't even want to even break down like you know if he's a good coach or not. We don't we don't know. Stability is a good thing. I hope he does well. That's he was the really, defensive coordinator. Yeah, Their they've had good ass. defenses. Yeah, and he was at San Diego State when they had some right. really nasty defenses too. 
Uh, but so it seems it seems a little crass to to say like how he'll do and how long he'll be there. Let's just hope for the best. Thirty well, ninth well, defense in total yards this yeah. year, decent, solid. Well, his first game, and and you know I don't know if you guys saw this, but Mississippi State plays on a pirate ship in the bowl game. Badass. Absolutely. Tell me badass. that's not. Tell me that's not meant to be. That's All an right? amazing tribute. Um, Ryan Walters was also named the head coach at Purdue. I know Ryan Walters because he played safety for Gary Barnett at Colorado. He's my guy. You know, everybody was calling for Purdue to, to hire an offensive coach. Everyone said they're going to stick with an offensive coach, Jeff Brown. Blah 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 blah. And boom, they hire Ryan Walters, who I don't even. I, Illinois was like a top ten defense. I, I know they were number one for a large chunk of the season. I don't know what they ended with. What do you make of the hire, Patty? Well, I know you were pretty darn high on him. Obviously, uh, Illinois playing great smash mouth offense and defense, hard nose, hard nose football all year long. So, I, I, how long has he been the uh, defensive coordinator there? I think two years. Two years. Prior, prior to that, he was at Missouri okay. under Barry Odom. Okay. Yeah. Was he the DC there? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. So, he's got a little bit of a track record underneath him. Um, yeah. I mean, just based on the show, what, what little I know about him and the hype that you've given him. I know you were hoping for him to be the Colorado DC. I did. I mean, I was hoping that, but the, you, you get offered the head coach's job. You got to go, right? It's true. You got to go. Nick, what'd you make of that hire? Well, I mean, the interesting thing, like in the Big Ten West, Purdue kind of separated themselves from others because they were more offensive oriented rather than Wisconsin, Iowa, Illinois. <laughs> so, yeah, we thought Purdue would go more offensive, but the Big Ten West is going away. So that doesn't really play into it anymore. I think it's a good hire. I think he's a good coach. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see that. I, I also thought like the most, like most people that they would go for more offensive mind, keep that passing attack going. Maybe, you know, it, when O'Connell departs, bring in another high, uh, high, pro- high profile quarterback. And maybe that would be their identity. I think it's gonna be tough for them. Well, it depends on who he brings in as OC. Cause if he gets a hot shot, OC, then they can continue throwing the ball around I mean, as saw, long as the head coach is willing to do that. Yeah. And we saw we, what we saw Wisconsin bringing Phil Longo. That's a Mike Leach guy there. Maybe, maybe the big That's 10 true. West, even though we think they're going away from divisions. I don't know that it's official yet, but I think everyone thinks that everyone thinks that because they want to have the, the, for TV ratings, the top two, teams. maybe, like, although I can see what? them Dang. really prioritizing Ohio state, Michigan being a one-off and not not rematching. Dude, they want a rematch. You think they do? <laughs> Definitely. No, the numbers are probably down as shit because what was that? 59, nothing. Ohio state well, they did originally put what leaders and legends. They had Ohio state and uh, Michigan in different divisions. I think, I think I could I'm just be wrong saying, on that. Though, that they want, they want to get rid of the divisions So it creates a smash hit. I mean, how many, that was the most watched game this year, Ohio state, Michigan. You tell me if they get it twice, they're going to love that. You would think they would. But they they love their tradition too, and so no, no, tr- tradition's gone. Tradition's gone. <laughs> that's true. UCLA <laughs> is in the fucking conference, dude. Yeah, What's that T word you speak yeah. of? Yeah, mm-hmm. Tradi- tradition went gone. It was bu- been gone. Hey, Kent State. You know, Sean Lewis, the OC of Colorado. Now he left, so they went out and hired Ken Burns. <laughs> Kenny Burns, yes, uh, who was uh, assistant head coach at Minnesota. PJ Fleck had a great run in the Mac. Maybe Ken Burns can uh, Kenny Burns can uh, do the same. Well, maybe they'll have a documentary down there and uh, saying about the Golden Kent Flash. State. That's yeah. right. Um, also, Troy Taylor was named Stanford's head coach. Any of those really stand out to you, uh, Patty C? 
uh, sorry, of the of the ones you just Troy Taylor, uh, Sacramento State's head coach, takes the Stanford gig. That's interesting. Uh, Troy Taylor is the obviously the offensive mind of that. Yeah. You know, getting sixty three in a losing effort in your last game. Uh, strong look. That's a strong look. You <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. You can't be mad about that. I and was surprised they, they the intern. The 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 I mean not the intern the DC got the uh, they got the head coaching gig I'm like wait you just gave up what sixty <laughs> six yeah right it's like maybe he doesn't have the guys that's but called I mean, backing into a job right there uh, Troy Taylor fifty four years old from Downey California that's down here in L A right yeah um so up in the Bay Area California roots probably they're gonna be a finesse team though again you know this right that's uh, I mean they're yeah. turning into a finesse team under Shaw. They're gonna be a finesse team. They were. They're fun as both. They're fun as both. Yeah. You know. NC Nick, what'd you make of uh, those hires? Well, I'm, I'm not sure about Monty Burns. I think uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that remains to be seen. But no, I, I do like the Stanford hire. I love taking the experienced, uh, you know, FCS coach. I think that that usually works out. I think there's lots of examples of it working out. Of course, there's some some, some examples like Colorado with Dan Hawkins of it not working out. But I I rather have the experienced coach rather than like the hot shot assistant. So I think it's a good hire by Stanford. Obviously, I mean we're not experts on Sacramento State, even though Patty C and I are Hornets. But <laughs> on the surface, it seems like a good hire. I'm excited to see what he does there. Do you think the fans know that we're slighting Colby every time you say that? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, how many Sacramento State games do you think I watched this year, Pat? <laughs> Uh, we're not talking about the That's Sacramento State part. I, I'd say eight. It, it's it's the Herndon Hornet oh, part. I could. Can you less. tell me what yeah. what is Broad Run? The Broad Run uh, Bears, Spartans, what? buddy. Spartans. Your 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 wife's a Spartan. All right. Where what are you gonna do now? Where where are you gonna go with this? Huh? Sparty up. Yeah. Come on. Give me that ammo. Give me that fucking ammo. Let's go. Well, uh, well, well, she transferred to Western Michigan and became a Bronco. Yeah. Well, where would uh, she didn't know Waldo's liquor liquor pitchers or whatever. But that's right. what lurker. That's what lurker. <laughs> <over the Lurter. laughs> uh, a true D Gen. Nine and four, nine and three, twelve and one. Only three seasons as a head coach uh, for Troy Taylor. Pretty short track record. I don't know what Sacramento State was doing before. You know, they're terrible. They're yeah. pretty terrible. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty impressive, I guess. Um, Robert and I, Syracuse OC, former UVA OC, hired at NC State. Nice hire. Now you want me to take the over on NC State? You can talk me into it because before they had that 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 trash ass OC <laughs> head coach of Coastal. Now, yeah, I got nothing against the guy, except I just didn't think his offenses were, were very good. Tim Beck is his name. Um, what'd you make of that, Patty C? And I also saw UVA got uh, Tony Musket from Monmouth. Oh yeah, in the portal to be yeah. their starting QB. I huh? mean, for the Cavaliers to have a musket, you know, that's a natural fit. I feel like, uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Syracuse's offense was really only number 89 this year under an eye. Well, you got to remember towards the end of the year when, when the shredder got injured and then uh, things fell apart yeah, yeah. at the beginning of the season when they were six and oh, right? Uh, yeah. When they're six and oh, things were rolling. They should have um, went six to six. <laughs> they finished seven. <laughs> I still five. hit the over. It was five and a half. We called for the over, but the year previous, obviously Virginia's offense was up. I want to say top 10. I'll double check that. So uh, we, and I has a bit of a track record. I think that's a good hire for NC state. Great think, hire. Yeah. Great hire for NC state. Yeah. 
Uh, I find it ironic that they're not playing uh, East Carolina this next year. Yeah, Virginia would... had the number three offense two years ago. Yeah, there you go. I think it's going to be interesting whether or not they they stick with MJ Morris, who MJ Morris is the 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 true freshman that came in after Leary and after what's our guy's name, Jack. Jack Chambers. Jack Chambers. Thank you. It was on the tip <laughs> of my tongue. Yeah. Uh, he was a freshman last year, and he does have uh, some dual threat capabilities. So it'll be interesting to see if MJ Morris is the guy, or if they go after somebody in the transfer portal. But uh, I think, somebody I think, named Brennan Armstrong, perhaps. Sure. Yeah. That's hey, true. Why not? I mean, Robert and I has gone to three different schools in three years in the ACC, <laughs> which is crazy. That ACC is, crazy. is ridiculous. Jer- Jer- Phil Jerkovic goes to Pitt. <laughs> I mean, is Pitt that much better of a gig than Boston College? <laughs> not really. <laughs> I guess it's a little bit, but not for a quarterback. Slightly. If you're like a defensive end, it's like a great move. Right. Look, right? Kenny Pickett was a top ten pick, so that's There's true. That. Yeah. That's well, true. so uh, is Dan Mark, Marino. Right? Mark Whipple ain't walking through that door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. Good point. Yeah, he's gonna look like I don't think he's gonna look like Kenny Pickett. He's gonna look more like Pete Gonzalez. That's a pull right there. If you remember him at Pitt in the early two thousands, <laughs> I don't. So, um, well, <laughs> that that's your point, I guess. There's YouTube. Out, there's there, there's YouTube out there for you, buddy. There you go. Um, Board of Regents approved UCLA's move to the Big Ten. I think they have to pay Cal a shit ton of money. The Cal Berkeley Bears. Maybe they could actually invest in football and be decent. Did anybody doubt this? Um, I hope there was a hope. Ch- yeah. Pat, Patty C was sprinkling fairy dust. Like, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna come down on them. Not the case. They're moving two years from now. I, I, I. The more I think about it, though, I, I still wonder about the long term ramifications here. I think it's a short term solution. I wonder long term, especially if Oregon and Washington and if Dion stays at at Colorado and if Arizona State can get going. I think they could steal because college football changes, man. It's like, absolutely a mistake. It's absolutely a mistake because guess what? The money is going to adjust, especially with the 12 team playoff, right? The 12 team playoff is going to, like you've said a million times, Colby, uh, give access to these, to the pac 12, which has been, it's been denied most of the time with access. Guess what? These fan bases start investing again. And then the, then the eyeballs are on the product. Then the, they can demand the money. And then all of a sudden, it it's shifts. A very viable yeah, product. It shifts, you know? Yeah. Or and then, or it doesn't if the Big Ten or the SEC gets like two or three teams in and the Pac 12 gets one. But it ain't going to be UCLA. I'll tell you that. Yeah. And Jerkovic, by the way, is from Pittsburgh. I did not know that. But no, I, I no, here's where I think it's interesting, though. Yeah, if they get more in, but I think it's going to be tougher to go. You're going to go to fucking Iowa and stuff. You have to change your style of play a little bit there. Um, as far as money does, as far as dollars from making the playoffs. Yeah, right I think now, that. Good, Patty. I was just gonna say, I think that gets uh, for every team that makes it, that gets evenly distributed among yeah. the teams in the conference. Yeah. So, so now if it's one SEC, one Big Ten, zero Pac twelve. Well, okay. So moving forward, what if it's one Pac twelve, but two SEC, two Big Ten, or three? Yeah. Then you still have the discrepancy. Sure. But That's true. I also wonder though, I mean, I get it. You know, college football has been corrupt more corrupt than a fucking like a third world country's politics. Um, Not quite but, as bad as FIFA, but up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but I still say like, if, if you start winning, like I said, if, 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 if they get some stability, you know, 
I imagine if TCU makes a playoff two years in a row or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the Big Twelve and ACC and Pac twelve could change if Florida State gets going again. That's they could be a power school, and then all of a sudden, all the eyeballs are on Florida State, just like Alabama. You know what I mean? So uh, you got to figure Saban's going to retire at some point. It's all going to shift. I'm not buying into this two conference bullshit. All right, you have fun in Piscataway, New Jersey. All I right? agree. I agree. As soon as they open that playoff up to everyone, you know, and and everyone, because once you have a spot in the playoff, shit happens. You know, and and we've seen it a million times that just because the perception of one conference is better in the bowl games, that doesn't always uh, tend to be the case. And that'll be the same thing in the playoffs. We'll see some upsets and and we'll see the pac 12 get through and make it's the pa- still going to uh, be an invitational, but uh, GBO farm saying shout out to Mike Leach. We need a 60, 14 playoff. True. Very true. <laughs> it should do that. None That's right. Um, His greatest uh, innovation of all for time. sure. For sure. Um, all right. We move along. Uh, Let's pick some fucking games, all right? Let's do let's do a little music. Let's uh here. That is the fruitiest. <laughs> How you doing? Welcome to the college football the experience. Fruitiest singer I think I've ever heard no, in my life. No, no, no. You want to do fr- okay, we can we can we can we can go. We can top that. This is a heater. I don't know what you're talking about. This is absolute fire. See, I mean, USC and UCLA. Come on, they they could they they could have used that on the old iPod, dude. Imagine I would have been in a mosh pit listening to that shit right there. Yeah, and Hal's left out like, what the hell, man? I thought I thought I was cool too. Yeah, it's like I just drop acid again. You know what I mean? That's right. Fun. Um. Friday, we got we got football, baby. Incarnate Word, that the Incarnate Word Sacramento Stakin was the stupidest game I've ever seen. I saw Twitter, like Twitter was exploding, saying this is the game of the season. Sorry, no, it's fucking not. That was disgusting. That was a disgusting game. I would much rather watch what was it, South Dakota State Iowa when there's three safeties, right? <laughs> By far. By far, that Sacramento State game sucked ass. I, mean, I was watching this. that. I was like, somebody fucking tackle, somebody tackle. At you what know what score? Isn't disgusting is hitting on a money line play with the, when you got incarnate word plus eight and a half or whatever it was. Okay, <laughs> nice. got, that game. I, I almost feel like both teams incredibly lucky. Whoever won was lucky because every single play was like an eighty-yard touchdown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who has the ball last? That's the that's the dude. There was like three onside kicks recovered in that game. That game was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I can't believe they hired the defensive coordinator. I would have resigned. That's I would have fucking resigned the next day. One of the highest. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's a ridiculous hire. Not even the next day. That night, I would have fucking resigned. <laughs> Sixty-six points, and you're hired. As <laughs> Absolutely the, as absurd. Lindsey Scott threw for like four hundred yards, and he had like two hundred yards rushing. Uh, he had like an eighty-yard touchdown run where he wasn't touched. He just <laughs> did like a draw up the middle, and no one was there for eighty yards. <laughs> Unbelievable! Incarnate Word heads to the filthy Fargo Dome, take on the Bison, and you know I got fucked on this one, by the way. All right, I was wrong on Sacramento State, and I was wrong on uh, Sanford. Sanford went for two. If they just kick the extra point, I cover. <laughs> they go for two, killing me, killing me there. Uh, Incarnate Word, by the way, uh, six of the last eight games scoring forty-nine points or more. 
four of those scoring 60 or more. Um, they light up the scoreboard uh, five games of 60 or more points in a season. I mean, how many times can you say you've seen a team do that? <laughs> it's fair. Well, you fair. know who also lit up the scoreboard prior to playing North Dakota state was Sanford. True. And you know then why? that they run the air came to a screeching halt. True. Very true. North Dakota state has a way of making that happen. Exactly. Um, Especially at home in that little filthy dome incarnate words, catching nine and a half points. They have a quarterback that started college in 1979. All right. Lindsay Scott <laughs> is the most experienced player North Dakota state's ever seen ever, ever. I mean, come on. The only problem is incarnate words. Defense was so bad at tackling last week <laughs> that I feel that I know Hunter Lepke's injured, but I feel like North Dakota state has like five Hunter Lepke's right. And I just think they're going to just going to bomb away on that defense. Very true. I'm looking now. It looks like uh, North Dakota state's only given up against FCS competition. 26 points is the most they've let up all season. So this is again, the proverbial um, uh, un, uh, immovable object versus irresistible force. I mean, this one. Oh, what, what are you doing, Nick? Oh, I'm taking North North Dakota State definitely. I mean, look, look at Samford for example. I mentioned you know they were held to nine points. Prior to that, they were putting up what 48, 50, 35, 34. The same thing is going to happen. This little cha 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 offense <laughs> is going to come into North Dakota State, and it's not going to work. Oh, man. Line play, offensive line play, defensive line play, lay the points. North Dakota State <sighs> wins fairly comfortably. I think I'm with you. Look at this. North Dakota State's got the fifth bet. They average 269 and a half yards on the ground. Uh, you know what uh, Incarnate Word gives up? And they kind of play in like a pass happy conference. I feel like they gave up 155 yards on the ground, which is not great. <laughs> this might be a bloodbath. But the question is: Is can Cam Ward have enough magic keep keep the Cardinal in the game? I'm on North Dakota State. Patty, see what are you doing? I want to take a look at something real quick. Um, Incarnate Word is uh, in the Southland Conference. I guess you could probably say the level of competition is a big uh, factor. It is toward incarnate word 12 and one, the next best team in the conference, nine and four after that five and six, four and seven, four and seven, three and eight, et cetera, two and nine, one and 10. Um, a lot of shitty teams in their conference that they lit up their last two games. They've only won by three points. I guess with North Dakota state getting it done lately, I'll, I'll roll with you guys. The last time they played North Dakota state won 58 to nothing. How long ago was that though? That was uh, eight years ago. Okay, I don't know if we can <laughs> apply that to this situation. <laughs> that might have been uh, Lindsey Scott's freshman year, <laughs> right? <laughs> and he was at LSU then. Wait, you guys um, saw that stat with uh, Stetson Bennett and uh, Lamar Jackson, yeah. right? Stetson Bennett's like five years older than Lamar Jackson, <laughs> <laughs> and they were both Heisman finalists six years apart. Yeah, yet the- unbelievable, unfucking believable. <laughs> um, all right, well Saturday. Oh man, these games are rocking on Saturday. NC Nick, Durham, North Carolina, right up the road from you. Don't have a line on this one, but I want. Game's not in Durham. This game's in Durham. The NAIA Championship, (laughs) Northwestern (laughs) College, the Raiders, 
are taking on the Kaiser Insurance Seahawks. Let's hear uh, your uh, analysis on this one. I'm Nick. curious. What do you got going on Saturday? Why don't you go don't, catch catch a I little f- football? Thought you were going to say Jackson State at North Carolina Central, which is on Saturday in Atlanta. Of course, North Carolina Central is in Durham, so that's what I thought you were referring to. Mm. Uh, what game are you mentioning? NAIA championships. It's okay. there. You can go support football like a good American. What What do you got going on Saturday morning? Go out there, catch this uh, ball game. Um, no, I, I looked it up. What is it? It's uh, uh, sixty. You know, 80, 85 scholarships for FBS. 63 for FCS, 36 for Division Two. I believe so. Wow. Yeah. And then Division Three has no scholarships. What is the difference between NAIA and Division Three? Do we know? Scholarship wise, no. It's just more football. Can you Google that NAIA scholarships? I'm pretty. I don't sure. think there's any. Right. I think they're all zero. Right. I think so. I could be wrong. Um, uh, NC Nick, you're gonna go with North Raiders Seahawks. I know you've always been a big fan of those games. The Tom AFC Flores, West. yeah, Ch- Chuck Before Knox, the Seahawks yeah, moved over to the NFC. Yeah, there you go at the Kingdom with Dave Craig and fucking Steve Largent. All right, so who do we have here, and where are they from? <laughs> the Kaiser Seahawks. Where's Kaiser? It's uh, come on, Germany. <laughs> Von Kaiser over here. Kaiser Seahawks are uh, located in West Palm Beach, Florida. Oh, jeez. I'm taking the other team. Man. <laughs> Northwestern College Raiders are located uh Where are they located? Where are they fucking Iowa? Oh. To a clash of styles. Where's the game being Orange played? Orange County in Durham, North Carolina. Oh. Yeah. North Northwestern State all day. No. I'm not taking a football team from West Palm Beach. Are you kidding me? Isn't West Palm Beach essentially Miami? I don't know if you remember <laughs> what Miami did in the eighties. Still, you've been 2000s. hanging on to that thing for a long time. Hey, and what a Alabama? What Alabama did with Miami <laughs> talent uh, during the two thousands and two thousand tens? Well, they got they had to play a couple of away games. What happened? Boom! <laughs> Touche. There Touché. we go. I'm on. Taking? I'm on the Seahawks, baby. Give me Kaiser. <laughs> Kaiser Sose. Yeah. It turns out Kaiser Sose uh, went to Epstein Island all the time. What the fuck? You know what I mean? Spacey. Oh, wasn't really? he Kaiser Sose? Yeah. That's, that's that doesn't him, right? seem uh, gonna, surprising gonna, in the so slightest. You're gonna ride. You're gonna ride Epstein Island. Right? I'm riding Epstein Island <laughs> all day and you twice and on Brown. Sunday. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Give me that too putting, far down the road. Yeah, it is in Durham. Maybe he maybe he orchestrated this thing. That's right. Um, uh, I'm gonna go with Northwestern College. You know what I mean? They they have a motto. It says God is light. Sure. They're gonna shine the light down on a dub in Durham. Boom. All right. NC Nick, what are the odds of you going to that game? Zero. <laughs> I like you giving an NAIA some shine. What an though. asshole. He's got a championship game right down the street from him. Not a football. I'm a, I'm a busy guy, man. Got a lot of things happening this weekend. And that game isn't one of them. <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm, mm. All right, next up. Um Hater. Wait, which one comes first? Yeah. This one. Where did you say this one is? It's in Atlanta. That filthy fucking dome. This see, I don't want what? Celebration Bowl? Why can't they do this at folk at the uh, the Georgia State Stadium? Dale Murphy's spot where he used to hit dingers. Uh you know what? Uh, I kinda like it. You know, if you're gonna if no. you're gonna Isn't isn't the uh, Bayou Classic Grambling Southern? Play that at Tulane Stadium. 
it's swaggier. It's no, swaggier in no, a dome. No, no, look, filthy, filthy take. HBCU football take. is allowed to be loud nope, and proud. There should not be fun. one dome football game ever. All right. Okay. Look. If there's one, it's Houston Oilers. HBCU right? is the Houston Oilers. And when you have two versions of the Houston Oilers playing, right? Let them throw it around. Let their, let their speed show. I know this is sounding a little racist here, but no, uh, no racist no. would be with, with you're just saying, I'm just saying the show, which is, which, which is exactly what Look, the Houston we, Oilers we can did. say this on this show. Yeah. Black people are much faster than white people. There it is <laughs> on, in general. That's a fucking hey, fact. Tim Dwight has something to say about that. Touche. Touche. Right? Or used to have something to say about that. He's probably probably like 300 pounds these days. I don't know. Uh All right. Who are you taking to this one? The spread. Do we have a line on this one? Nick? Do we know if Dion's coaching this Dude, one? Jack State minus 14. Dion said he's going to be there through the end. Yeah. He's actually a, a, a real coach. And shout out that's another thing. Mike Leach, you know, when we saw some of the people tweeting, he said he would never leave his team and if you look at the times he did, uh, it was after the bowl game. Got class. And, and, and like our guy Fallon Iverson says, fun fact, white people attend HBCUs. That is definitely true. And we see it on the football field. Jackson state's got a couple guys. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. Fucking uh, 2022, almost 2023. Why not? Yeah, there it is. Who gives a shit? I, uh, exactly. Yeah. I, I'm laying the points here, dude. Dion is uh, look and pe- for all the people that are saying he's sold out. That's a bunch of bullshit. He's 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 sticking with Jackson State. They're gonna win this game. They're gonna blow out. I mean, look, I you know I'm a, I'm a central guy, but Jackson State has just the far superior talent, and these guys are gonna play for him. It's yeah. almost like kind of a job interview if they want to go to to the next level with him. Yeah, or or just the fact that this is their final game, getting coached by Deion Sanders, which I think adds motivation right there. Hold on, if they want to sure. go to the next level with the Colorado him. to transfer to Colorado. Oh, with the uh, with uh, Shadur, with Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders is the head coach of Colorado. I know what, what. How is this a job interview? Then he's already got the job. No, his no, players. the players. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Transfer interview. Um, <laughs> true. Okay. I wouldn't allow. This is the quote. Uh, first thing I googled: Deion Sanders celebration bowl. He quote Deion Sanders. I wouldn't allow anyone to tell me I couldn't finish with my team. I love hey, it. Hey, maybe some other college football coaches that are giant pieces of shit can take a note from Deion Sanders or Mike Leach and actually see something through. You ask your players to see it through, and then you, every single time, <clears throat> Brian Kelly, uh, every time you're undefeated, you seem to take a job and quit on your team. Yeah, you know what? And sidebar, I, I, I'm really, you know, I was disappointed with uh, Grayson McCall's decision that, you know, the I, I pissed teal. But he said he he is going to play in the bowl game and finish this season out, and I do respect that. And I can't hate on a guy who's trying to do better for himself. Well, and Tim Beck's like Tim Beck. I wouldn't want to play in that offense. Right. The dude's got <laughs> millions of dollars changing the life of him and his entire right. family I can't at hate stake. On that. Yeah, and, and the fact that he's still playing in the bowl game that shows yeah. that, that shows you something. One of the yeah. one of the only. And I saw he was taking a trip to Corvallis and Auburn. Ooh, can you imagine Oregon State? They're one player away. Man, one Dude, player. Away I will. Really I will good. be rooting for the Beavers if Big Bird goes there. Yeah, I still think he could end up at Liberty. You know, with now with what happens though? Is he still Big Bird if he's on the Beavers? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> let me ask. We you gotta this. think about that. We have a whole off season <laughs> to think about. 
Think about that one. Why was he Big Bird in the first place? Do we the remember? Shot yeah. And his mullet. Okay. He had that his shiny ass mullet. We That's gave him that nickname. Okay. No, it makes you sense. You were on that very show. I was on that podcast. I just don't remember. <laughs> why, why are we calling it the JFK Bowl? <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> remember, I was on this podcast for like five years and I still didn't know why we called them the very golden knights of UCF. <laughs> I just thought we liked the, the shade of gold that they were. <laughs> uh, uh, sometimes just go with it. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. you know. But look, You're about uh, as sharp as a bowling ball, buddy. Right? <laughs> Here's what I got to say: We better keep that energy moving forward. And I and I want to uh, make uh, distinctions on why we're okay with him leaving his team, and which has been a successful team for years, well, to go to a different situation. And if we do this, let's keep that energy for every player that we say uh, transfers. And what do we not like when we see a player well, transfer? Well, all I know, Pacey, is that has anybody said you're one or two sandwiches short of a picnic? <laughs> I feel like Colby tells me that every other week. So, <laughs> oh shit, I didn't even realize Durko in the chat's right. I thought that was on Saturday. Uh, but hold on, are you taking Jackson? I'm laying the points with Jackson State. Dion's nasty. Yeah. Tra- Travis what is Hunter. the spread? What is the spread? Uh, what do you say? 14. Fourteen and a half. Easy. Yeah. Um, Although this is a rematch of last year, if I'm not mistaken. Last year, Dion lost. Now they lost yeah. big. They got yeah. their ass whipped. Maybe. No, that was South Carolina State. Oh, that's South yeah. Carolina. Okay. Okay. No uh, revenge spot here. Still, I feel like they're probably dialed in and want to make a good impression. We got Mountain Union and North Central in the D3 National Championship going on this weekend. What? Mountain Union in the championship? And a chance for I've North never Central. Seen this. Mountain Union's Ohio, right? Yeah. Matt Campbell's alma mater. Yeah. Going on against North Central. Where the hell is this game play? Oh, it's at, I think it's in Canton, Ohio. Oh, fuck. Oh, come on, man. Mountain, Mountain Union. Why is it that D three's got a thirty-two team playoff in the championship games in Canton, Ohio? They have the true heartbeat of fucking college football. And That's every year should be played. Yeah. To Mike Leach, talk about that. It was a it, perhaps my favorite spiel that Mike Leach ever gave was his rant about playoffs. I don't know. Wonderful. I love I love the weatherman thing. You're gonna be dead in a hundred years. But yeah, true. yeah, the playoff but, thing no, is great. Yeah, his playoff thing was probably the best thing ever. Yeah, go go check that out. Uh sportsgamblingpodcast.com, Mike Leach Tribute. You you'll you'll get it on there. Um Mountain Union, we don't have a line. Uh Patty C's gonna go. You're gonna go with the the, the Bama of uh, D three, Mountain Union? Where is North Central from again? Illinois. Illinois. I mean, there's not a huge uh I guess environmental advantage in Mountain Union's favor, but I'm gonna go with history and I'm gonna say Blue Raiders all the way. I'm on Central. NC Nick, what are you doing? No, I told you, man. Mountain Union. It's it's in Ohio. The game's in Ohio. They're That's true. A, a juggernaut at that level. That's true. Mountain Union. Uh, all right. Next up, Ferris Bueller State. Ferris State won the won the D two national championship last last year. Is that the Fennis Dumbo? <laughs> Wyoming Cowboy. Wyoming Cowboy. Um, Who went to Ferris State? No, it wasn't him, but uh fair state won the D two national championship last year and they are hosting. No, I'm sorry. This is in McKinney, Texas. They're taking on Colorado school of mimes. Mimes mines. Did I say mimes <laughs> mines? <laughs> just the whole I've school is just doing miming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I said mines. I thought, right. <laughs> Mines. It's like saving well, Silverman. I mean, I'm that's, a mime. That's kind of that's kind of how you have to hit the quarterback these days. That's right. It's, yeah. Treat him yeah. like a mime. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, how bad was that pass interference or that rough in the pass from the NFL? Uh, I was on a flight, geez. and I had like some European people sitting next to me who probably had never watched football, 
And I'm sitting there just enraged at that fucking that that roughing the passer. <laughs> probably thought I was gonna hijack the plane. <laughs> They're probably horrified by the brutality of it. They're like, what? If they see people getting sneezed on and having a party, I'll be having like five Jack and Cokes, just like pissed off, yelling about yeah. the NFL rules these days. I, I was, I was like reading the the travel catalog. I'm just throwing it up in the air. <laughs> Look like fucking Spurrier. Um, yeah. So, uh, so the next game, let's go. Disappointed in NC Nicky's not going to. Uh, Durham, but maybe he'll, Ferris State, Colorado School of Mines. This is in McKinney, Texas. So I guess Ferris State's located in Michigan. So we'll see who travels better. Better, I would kind of think School of Mines. This is their first ever national championship they're playing in. Uh, was who was the? Uh, uh, they're the Ore Diggers. Uh, who who gave out? That's a great name. That is the Ore Diggers. Uh, what is ore? That's like a, a, a mineral, like uh, like gold or something. I feel like there's like iron ore. I yeah. mean, ore. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just a general. Or you're a moron. Or I am a moron. <laughs> no, I, I always, I always wondered what ore is. I, you ever play the game they, Civilization? They have a goat sitting on the sidelines. I watched the game last week. Or not a goat, a donkey. A donkey just sitting there. It's fantastic. Hey, I'm all for Colorado School of Mimes. They have a donkey uh, on their helmet too. I think. They have a donkey on their helmet. All right, I kind of got a root for them. I think we got. Although it. Ferris State with their old, Ferris you know, and having that lacrosse player play QB, pretty awesome. That is pretty cool. Uh, who are you taking, Nick? Between who? Ferris State and Colorado School of uh, Mines. Oh. oh, sorry, Ferris State all day. <laughs> who was the uh, coach at Colorado School of Mines that uh, Dana Holgerson attributed the jet sweep to? Um, when that was blowing up and what, when they killed is uh Bob Stitt, Bob Stitt. That's Bob right. Stitt. The yeah. inventor of the jet sweep. Who the suppose. fuck is Bob Stitt? <laughs> oh, come on. Give Bob Stitt a little I'm on love. the school of mines. First ever national championships coming, coming right up. Look, Let's go. Ferris state has great uniforms, <laughs> great colors, and they have a, uh, a lacrosse player slash football player. Uh, the the number was he the number one lacrosse player in the country coming out of high school? Yeah, and he's now the starting quarterback at Ferris. That's an athlete, I guess. So give me a uh, Ferris State. All right, Saturday we also have Montana State heading into Brookings, South Dakota. This game, in my opinion, best game of the week, including the, all those bowl games. That we, you know, this is it's the a best hell game. Of a game. This is the best game. Both um, of these teams agreed. showed out last week. So they're combined. They're both twelve and one. This is at Dana Dykehouse Stadium. Uh, this is a great game. They're, I mean, this is a great. This is a real. Both their losses were to FBS teams. Both. Oh, uh, yeah, Oregon State and who is the other one? Iowa. Oh man, that uh, seven to three barn burner in the opener against Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was three to two a lot of the way though, man. Uh, <laughs> Montana right. State. Right. They got yeah. seven points by yeah. two safeties and a, a field, field goal. goal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Montana State is getting five and a half. It's plus one seventy five on the money line. This game is fantastic. I'm gonna take the points. I think this might be a field goal game, and I think Montana State might win it outright. Either way, I think it's a very very close game. Give me the Bobcats plus five and a half sprinkle. Some on the money line. NC Nick, what are you doing? All day long. Completely agree. I told you what three weeks and counting now. You know, Montana State played Montana. I think you went Grizzlies. I said no. Go Montana State. Sure enough, they whipped 
Montana, Montana doubled them up. And then they go, they, they, they take care of business again against Weber state. They, they crush, crush William and Mary. Mm. Yeah, dude, this game, it should be like, you know, minus three at the most. Oh, well, that might be the weather. I mean, uh, it's a shame this one's not on Friday night because there's a heavy snowstorm Wednesday, well, Thursday, and Friday. So, so tell me why the weather plays a factor in no. them getting more than a, a field goal. No, I wasn't saying that. I was saying the minus nine degrees was the joke. Um, it's actually nine degrees. Nine degrees. It's that, when that's it's the that high. close. <laughs> that's the high on Saturday. Nine degrees. Nine degrees. Football's back, baby. Let's go. So Boom. this should be if I was Vegas, I would say South Dakota State minus three or maybe minus four. Not minus five and a half. Give me the points all day with the Bobcats. Patty C, what are you doing? Tommy Malott, uh, fifteen hundred passing yards, a thousand rushing yards. That dude's a beast. In cold weather, you got a quarterback that can uh, run like that. Kronowski can run too, though. Kronowski is yeah. a beast, although he never once led his team in rushing during the season. Whereas That's Isaiah Davis is a fucking beast. Davis is yeah. a beast, but uh, Tommy Malott led his team in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games out of mm. twelve uh, or thirteen so far this season. So that guy's a dual threat. He is. You going? You going Bobcats? I'm going Bobcats, man. They just rolled William and Mary by forty-eight points. Yeah. Shout out to uh, OSU Beavs AZ in the chat. Where's our guy Dryden at? We got a couple Beavers fans in the house now. There we go. Although there we go. Tell me, I mean, no matter what, I mean, as long as North Dakota State wins, and Incarnate Ware would be fun in the national championship, especially in Texas, little home field advantage there. But uh, North Dakota State versus South Dakota State would be must see TV for the national championship, and even North Dakota State Montana State would be amazing. Yeah, I agree. It would always be like Argentina, France. Yeah. 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 All right, folks. Uh, I'm bummed. I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm kind of bummed that the two favorites advanced today. Yeah. Yeah. Mbappe versus uh I know Colby had a hard time saying that name in a lot of ad reads. Mbappe, uh, is that uh, <laughs> the, is that the defensive end for uh for BYU? <laughs> Something like that. I'm sure it's close enough. But Mbappe versus Matt. That Hansen single? <laughs> Mbappe. Uh all right, folks. I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by underdog fantasy. We're back with underdog fantasy. If you haven't signed up, you still can get a hundred percent deposit match up to a hundred dollars. When you use the promo code SGPN, just go to underdogfantasy.com. promo code SGN or SGPN for a hundred percent deposit match. Underdog is great for their uh, weekly battle Royal format, as well as getting an early start with their playoff best ball underdog promo code SGPN. 